With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Evening, welcome to the Celtic Den Under podcast. I'm your host Jared, and joining me tonight is Sean. How are you, Sean? Good, Jared. Good uh, finished reports. So, kind of getting towards the end of term. Looking forward to a break. Went to see, uh, went to a farm visit uh, the other day, and uh, the guy was telling me that uh, his uh, pony had a sore throat. I said, "How the hell do you know that?" He goes, "He's a little horse." <laughs> <laughs> I found the sound effect button for you. Uh, Thanks, if it was Liam's Jake, would be booing. <laughs> no, good mate. Is my, is my name on it and Liam's is on the boo one? <laughs> uh, pretty much. But yeah, um, what we're doing, guys, so with being the off-season, not much news kicking around. We're putting together a bit of a series where it's going to be probably a four-part series. Um, so basically, it's going to be how the Celtic Down Under team think we need to rebuild or monitor or modernise Celtic FC on a few different topics. There's eight topics all up, so each episode will be two topics. So what we'll do is before we crack into that, we'll um, do the usual shout. If you're listening in, haven't already subscribed, please do so in your podcast app. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button so you get notified whenever our, our episodes or videos go live or are released on the channel. Other than that, we'll um, we'll crack right into it. So. First topic for this is how would you update and modernise the first team squad? So that's what we're doing at the moment. We're going to go through that. So what we'll do is we'll go through the first team squad and by position and we'll say there's three options. It's keep, loan or sell. That's what we're looking for, Sean, okay? Remember, we're only allowed to loan certain number of players now. Mm-hmm. No, I'm joking. Uh, that doesn't really apply to us. It's more for teams like Man United and Chelsea. That rule comes into force first uh, of July. Yep. So we're just going to go through this. It's if that player. That's what yeah. we'll look at then. So understand. In a hypothetical world, then, without that rule, how would you want? Would you want to keep this guy? Would you want to loan them? Do you think loan would be best for their development? Yeah. Or is hanging around with us? Or do they should they move on? So what we'll do is we'll start off with the goalkeeper situation. So Joe Hart, for me, is definitely a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yeah, you can use it. Use the, the drum roll button. Uh, yeah, also, yeah, Joe Hart's a oh, man. I hope he stays on top of his game for a good while to come and we get a good four or five years at him, that'd be awesome. He's a great signing. I'm really happy with him. Yeah. And then we've got Scott Bain. He's re-signed a new deal last season. Obviously, Ange loves having him around the squad, so I've never been a massive fan of his. I would as happily see him leave as I would, you know, keep him in the squad in a way because if Ange is happy, we'll trust Ange, we'll go on with it, but I would rather... I think there's better options out there than Scott Bain for our potential backup goalkeeper. And also if Joe Hart was to get injured, geez, it's a massive drop off from Joe Hart to Scott Bain as you as you go in goals. Yeah, look, Scott Bain's career peaked when he made that save at Ibrooks uh with Morelos in the last minute. That was the peak of his career. And it's kind of been downhill since then. Uh one thing I did notice is this contract is due to expire in twenty twenty four, which I'm hoping coincides with the 
uh, Olawe Yemi's uh, upgrade to either first or second choice. I'm hoping that's the plan. Yeah, I think that would be an ideal option for us. That's with how well, how much they talk up Olawe Yemi. Well, yeah, that's good. That's what I want to see as well. I want to be Joe Hart, mentor him, and then off we go from there. So currently out on loan, we've got Connor Hazard is on loan until the 31st of January, 2023. We've got Ross Dewan on loan until the 30th of June, so for another 15 days, and then he'll be back at the club. And Vasilis Barkas has just gone on loan for the whole season, not back until the 30th of June, 2023 to Utrecht. So of those three, Sean, we'll start off with Barkas. He's on loan. There's not really much for us to complain about there. He's already at the club. I think it's a good opportunity for him in a decent league to rebuild himself in the shop window so he can try and get some money back for him. What's your takes on the Barkas loan? I mean, I'd prefer to just have cut of him, to be honest. Um, I'm going to be assume that we're uh, going to be paying a percentage of his salary. So I would rather, do you know what I mean? I don't see us really getting anything for him next year. I'd prefer to just cut ties, to be honest. But yeah, I don't know. I guess agents and coaches and people know better than me, but that's my feelings. Yeah. I personally would have rather he, he would have rather that he left, but at the same time, if he's on loan, the decision's been made, so let's just get on with it. Now yeah. Connor Hazard, do you think he has a future at Celtic? Uh I don't. I think uh, like a I don't think he's that bad, and I think he's around about you know, like between him and Scott Bain, there's not too much difference. Uh, so, like, whatever. Keep one of them, get rid of the other. But, like, I don't see him making it. And look, we've all sat here and made the same predictions about players in the past, like Tony Ralston. But, um, no, nah, I'm, I'm not seeing it, to be honest. He's at an age now where he would be playing better, right? I think between Connor Hazard and Scott Bain, you've basically got one good keeper. One's good with his feet, can't save a shot. One can, is good at shot stopping, but can't really use his feet. So that's pretty much what you've got there. And then, so if he was to move on on a permanent, I wouldn't be against that. And then Ross Dewan, I think he needs to move on. There's no point him coming back to be, what, third string goalkeeper. Maybe he'd be happy sitting in that role, but then that's just another person blocking Toby's path through. So, yeah. I thought he was one of the ones that had left with Ryan Mullen. I know Ryan Mullen left. Probably has. I haven't got... Forgot where I put that list, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know. I may be getting mixed up, but Ryan Mullen is gone anyway. That's one that's gone. Let me get that list up. Because otherwise I look like an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, you're right. He's never going to break the first team. Uh, even with the likes of Hazard and Bain ahead of him. It's never, never on the cards. He might as well go and make a good career playing for someone like Wraith Rovers. Who knows? You know, but that's about probably going to end up being his level. And if he goes and proves it wrong, you know, you, there's players that leave uh, Celtic or Sevco or, uh, you know, any of these teams and they go and they show it at a lower level and then they just end up coming back up. Um, your boy that was at Hibs, uh, Kevin Nisbet, for example. Yeah, Ross yeah. Stewart has gone, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Doing a Mullen, yeah. It's like two seasons he's gone, yeah. So it's kind of like, it's the whole thing, like, you could send these players out on loan and hope that they come back ready. But what's actually more likely is that when you release them, they go out to a lesser team and they either sink or swim there. And if they sink, they sink. And if they swim, it's they tend to come back via Hearts or Hibs or Dundee United, right? Yeah, it's Charlie Mulgrew. There you go. That's exactly, that sort of yeah. situation, yeah. So... um. Yeah, so that's goalkeeper situation sorted. So we'll go through the defenders. Before I go through that, I'll quickly skim the list again to make sure we don't talk about too many of these guys if they've left. Oh, no. I'll be right. I'll keep you right. <laughs> yeah, so basically we've got Chris Julian. Me, it doesn't suit Andrew's style. He should probably, he needs to move on. He'd gone and done it by talking to the uh, media the way he did at the end of last season. So, yeah, his, his turn's over. 
Yeah, agreed. I think he could get a move to Apoel, Nicosia. Yeah, he could play for Lenny. Perfect. Yeah. Greg Taylor, we keep, but I think we should need to strengthen above him. Agreed. Yeah. He needs to be the Tony Ralston of the left backs. Yeah. Your mate, Carl Starfelt. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to say... I know what you're thinking here, and I'm actually not going to say what you think. Uh, I think he needs to step down to be back up to Carter Vickers, and we need an upgrade at left centre-back. I don't actually want to cut Starfelt, but I want him to be a third choice rather than second choice. Or fourth. That's, but you know what I mean. that's, that's the case. If he's the, the main backup centre-back, the way Julian was supposed to be this season, or Stephen Walsh was this season, great. Makes sense for him. Because my main complaint is that he is someone who cannot use his left foot and plays on the left. Like I, yeah. I have other complaints, but that is my main complaint. So I'm happy for him to be back up to Carter Vickers. Yeah, I'm worried to get caught out in Europe, being honest with you, in that situation. Mm-hmm. Next man up, Liam Scales. So the talk is of him going to Aberdeen on loan to play as an actual left centre-back rather than as a left-back. If that's the case, I'm all for that loan. I think that'll probably suit him better and it'll give us a chance to not only see him in what he claims is his natural position, but also loan out to certain clubs within Scotland's a good thing because it strengthens the opposition, but they can't play against us. So if mm. he's going to go on loan to Aberdeen and be their starting left centre-back, he'll get the experience in the league that he's playing in. We'll get to look at him and he can help take points off other clubs like Rangers Hibs, Hearts, all those sort of guys. So I'm I'm all for him going on loan. I, I heard both loan and permanent move. Um, and I think the better middle ground would be a loan to buy option where he's, he is on loan for that year with a purchase option at the end. Um, it's money for the Aberdeen. They can't afford him. His wages are too high. That's what the issue is. Well, if the permanent transfer, he just takes away. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Like he can take yeah. a wage cut or whatever. But yeah, um. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's looked like he's going to cut it at Celtic. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, go to Aberdeen, I think. Suits us. So, there's no point talking about the fridge because we've just signed him on a permanent card of Vickers. So, he's mm-hmm. definitely a keeper and one of the first names on the team sheet every week. So, happy days. We missed out on that free agent, Connor Goldson. Gutted. I almost want to kick you out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was a choice between Goldson and, and Carter Vickers, and we had to settle for Carter Vickers. Well, no, if you if you ask the the Scottish media, they'll say that that James Sands at um at Ibrox is a better shoe in for the U.S. national team than Carter Vickers, even though Carter Vickers is playing ninety minutes for the U.S. team this week. So, you know, we got the wrong American apparently. Yeah, well, more for us. <laughs> okay, next man up in the defence here is Dane Murray. For me, he's highly rated behind the scenes from everything you hear. He's got, I think he's got the right like size about him, physique about him. He just needs to like get a bunch of games in the first team football instead of down in the Colts. So I think an ideal situation for him would be loan him out of somewhere, whether it's a Motherwell, whether it's a St. Johnson or even a Hibs or something like that, loan him out to one of those clubs, get a year, a year, maybe two seasons into him on loan, playing first-team football, then bring him back. He's, I think he's one for the future, but not at this exact moment. Yeah, I don't have any contrary opinions there. Uh, I like what I see in him. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's what we need to do here. Get him on a four-year contract or whatever, and then get him out for the next two years playing uh, week on week uh, in a high level, higher than the Scottish Lowland League. Yep. Anthony Ralston, the brickie, is definitely a keeper. You mm-hmm. imagine, imagine this time 12 months ago, if we're doing this exact same exercise and we said, Ralston, what well, we would did. you do? I remember yeah. we did. We talked about it. We did. I, know I we remember did. what I said. Saying, yeah. though, like, that, imagine we did that like, and now compare the I, two. Yeah, yeah. It's no, I, I, I remember what I said last year. I said I wanted them there as, uh, and this actually will uh, lean into 
the later topic about modernizing the squad, which is that I wanted him there as the fifth choice fullback, uh, is what I said last year. As then I wanted two left backs, two right backs, and then Anthony Ralston as either or the third choice on either side. And that's what I said last year. And yeah. now obviously I don't feel that way. But <laughs> uh yeah. They say weeks a long time in football, a year is like an eternity. It's yeah. um it's funny because I remember saying, yeah, if he moved on, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have minded at all. So yeah, it's um interesting to see how far he's come. It was a bit of a bolt out of the blue with like what he was doing and then you know makes his Scotland debut this week, scores a goal, does doing really well. So I think um everything's going well for the guy. Long may it continue. He he was one I'd seen playing at Queen's Park on loan at the age of sixteen. I was like, Oh, this this boy's gonna be a player. And then all of the stuff happened and then uh I was like, oh, oh, I guess I was wrong on that one. And now I'm like, Oh yeah, no, no, I was right in the first place. Don't doubt yourself, Sean. Just just wait long enough and you'll be right. <laughs> it's funny though, with with that sort of thing, because it Ralston goes to show how quickly people and how fickle us can be us as, as fans can be here where you know it's like oh he's had a couple of he hasn't set the heather alight but you know the games he played before his loan moves he was going up against guys like you know Neymar and that sort of stuff and then he goes on loan and doesn't really do much when he's out on loan at St Johnson and where was the other one was it Dundee United he went to uh I remember St Johnson I remember all the games he played with St Johnson I don't really remember other one you get that sort of situation where he goes and he doesn't have a couple of good loan moves and then everyone's like oh was was Ralston around the squad was Tony around the squad and now 12 months on it's like thank god he stayed last year because we would have been in the world of hurt yeah he scored our first goal of the season right or at least in domestically anyway you know the other thing is well he did a big task for us when you know, when um, Taylor got hurt, we didn't really have options at the left. So his form and how well he was playing allowed us to put Juranovic to the left, which kept some sort of, you know, some semblance of balance in a back line where you actually had two fullbacks out there instead of having to play wingers back as defenders. So, excuse me. <laughs> hey. I tried to mute that there, but I think it wasn't fast enough. And then, um, yeah, next player on the list, Stephen Welsh. What are your thoughts on that, Sean? Uh, it depends how we recruit, to be honest. If we get two more centre-backs in, then loan, for sure. Uh, but we need four centre-backs in the squad. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he only ever came into the first team in the first place out of necessity, right? It was uh, one of those new lens specials. or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he wasn't. He was. Yeah, he was nowhere. He played in some random game against Hamilton uh, due to injuries, and then I don't know. Like it, it seems like he's just kind of next man up rather than kind of earned a place on merit. Um, yeah, and and look, he's, he's his strength is that he's actually pretty good on the ball. Um, he might be one of those ones that probably should be a midfielder, rather like you know, like uh, a near beaton style. He's got that about him, hasn't he? He's got the he's got the betons about him, but um, yeah, it really depends on recruitment because we need to keep four centre backs. So if we only bring in one more, then he has to stay. If we bring in another two, then he can go out and loan. I think. If we bring in one more, then I think we've got four, don't we? That's what, yeah. I'm saying. Uh, Arthur Vickers. Yeah, so one more takes us to four. But if we yeah. get two more, then Welsh can go out. Julian goes. Then we've got to bring someone in to replace Julian. And yeah. Oh yeah. For, Julian me, for me, I look at it and go, Welsh is was this season's third centre back. Um I don't have a problem with him at a centre back. I just my one concern is I think he's a bit too small for the position. Mm-hmm. And when you've got a back line of Welsh and Carter Vickers, they're both undersized. Starfelt is what six foot, six foot one, something like that. So he's not massive. So if we could bring in someone six three, six four, six five, sort of thing, who can play with the ball at their feet at centre back, then not many of them, but yeah, no, that's why I'm just wishful thinking here. If you can find <laughs> something like that, like Itakura, who we're linked with, is a left footed centre back, and I think he's six two, so be thereabouts. But mm-hmm. like. 
I don't know. Welsh for me. I don't think I can't see him breaking into our first team. So yeah, realistically, I think he'll end up if he goes on loan, that'll be a good thing for him. But as you said, could he progress at a different position other than centre back? That's the real question. I don't think he's got it for a right back though. He's not looked great no. there. So his options are centre back or defensive mid. But then mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't put him at defensive mid ahead of some of the options that we've even got in the Colts team, let alone. Yeah, that's a problem as well. Yes, anyway, we'll just leave that one there. For me, I think he's a keep as your fourth or fifth strike, uh, drop centre-back, but he's at the age where he probably does need to play a bit more regularly. Mm-hmm. And then Josip Juranovic. Yeah I, think yeah, I think so. I think I'll keep him. Because you know he's very versatile, playing left wing, left so, wing yeah. for Croatia this like this last international game. So, was he? Was, yeah, a little handy. And then on on loan, you got Bolongoli, get rid, jog on, not needed. Yep. Next one is Azazi Irigidi. I think he'll be one that will be probably. Lo- Sold or loaned out. Montgomery, I'd be keeping him. I'd probably extend him and put him on loan for another season. Yep, where he's actually going to get a game, not like Aberdeen. Exactly. I would actually like to see him go out and loan to play as a left winger, though, rather than a left back. I think I fancy him more as a winger. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I still agree on that. Yeah, 100%. So then we get into the midfield. So... We can skip bit on because he's no longer there. Uh, Sorrow, gone. See you later. He needs to move. It's not. Yeah. He's, he's just not going to cut it. Because he's not played much football, though, I feel like a loan to buy might be a better option uh, for us. Uh, you know, we want X, but he's not proven he's worth X. So let's put him out on loan with that value written into the deal. Yep. Agree. Davey Turnbull. He's not going anywhere. No. He's stint. McCarthy. I think he could be the next season's potential Ralston, but at the same time, I don't want to – I wouldn't put my house on it. But with – um, yeah, with Bitton and Rogic going, it's like – I still – experience midfielder around. Yeah, I, I still don't – I've still not seen enough to – Convince me, like I've just not like short of having like three injuries. How many injuries did it take for him to get in the team this season? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, at one point we had like five or six midfielders injured, and he was just getting in the team then. Look, I look at it and go with the squad the way it currently is. If we don't sign anyone else, here's a chance to be that guy who can play play in the six and allow Calmac to push forward, right? But if we mm-hmm. sign play a player that we're linked with, or if we strengthen and buy a defensive midfielder, then I don't I don't see much of a chance for him. And then I'd look to sell him and move him on. So it all depends on what we do at that position. But he could just as well come out and just come out of the blue and be next season's Ralston, as he could just be this look next season's a Yeti and just not be sided at all. Yeah, I still can't get my head around this four-year contract thing. Like, how old is he? 30 when he signed it? Something like that? Yes, yeah, so he'll be 34 when it's up. How do you, I mean, like, when you look at Arsene Wenger, Arsenal, like, where they just, like, as a rule, refuse to give any player above 30 more than a one-year contract, and we're just chucking a four-year contract at someone that, like, do you know what I mean? Like, that it's just injuries as well. Exactly that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know, man. So it doesn't make any sense. For me, he he could hang around, okay, if we don't strengthen, but if we sign other midfielders, he can move. Yeah, I, I think. And he's probably not. He's probably on good money as well. It, it feels like a Dermot Desmond signing, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. 100%. Irish, yeah. James McLean will be next. <laughs> this time, like, oh, months ago, wouldn't have shocked That's me. Because needed yeah. wingers. But... No chance for McLean because apparently it's going to be 
done in the next do- day or two that Jota will be officially a Celtic player. That'll be good. Yeah, I'm yeah, done for that. Celtic. Yes. Make, make my weekend. Get it done. We've still got two strips to announce, haven't we? Yeah. And they've not even been leaked yet. Which is um, unusual. If there's two other ones that I've seen, then yeah, I can take my money on all three kits this season. Anyway. Yeah, well, I'm never, I'm not convinced on any leak until I see someone in a warehouse holding one that's in a bag. Yeah. So, like, if it's, if it's like a digital mock up and whatnot, you just made that up. But if somebody's like in a stockroom holding a bag with one ripped open, I'm like, okay, that's the actual strip. Yeah, fair enough. So, next one, Mikey Johnson. Hmm. For me, I think, sorry, you go. Yeah, you were drinking, so I was trying to fill fill space for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Mikey Johnson. Um, I think he's at that age where he's either going to have to break in with us this season and be Jota's backup, but I don't see that happening because our left winger will probably be Maeda. Jota will play right, and then if uh, Maeda doesn't comes off, then Jota goes left, like we saw this season. So, and then probably a barter or, so, or someone will come on right. So I don't really see much of a hope for Mikey there. I'd like to see him break through because two reasons. We need to keep our young kids coming through for homegrown for Europe. So that's the first thing. And the second thing, I do love seeing an academy kid come through, even though we always give them a hard time, especially if they're wingers. Mm-hmm. But I look at him and go, is one season away from becoming a Lewis Morgan and having to go to a level like come play in the A-League or go play in the MLS and spend a season there to develop because I just don't see it. Hmm. I'm actually going to say keep. And I know he's already been on a kind of last chance and been and gone last chance kind of thing. But I want to see him after a pre-season with Ange and some gym work, you know, full fitness, getting a proper run at, not necessarily being a starter, nobody thinks he's going to be a starter, but like getting a proper run, it being a first team contributor, uh, whether that's half hour here and there or whatever. Uh, yeah, I want to keep him. And then basically January is your kind of cutoff. And if he's not doing it by January, it's you know, out on loan to some someone that's going to hurt Sevco and then sell them on next summer. That's what I think. Sounds fair. Yeah, for me, I'm like, I don't see it happening for at, at Celtic this season. So it'll be, as you said, put him on loan, someone that's going to strengthen an opposition team, can't play against us, that'll work. And then, yeah, as you've said, move him on next summer. But... I did say earlier how fickle us fans are and, you know, Rolston early on with a couple of dodgy loan moves and then you look at Mikey. The only reason he hasn't done things is because his body keeps breaking down. So I'm hoping, yeah, as you said, Sean, a full preseason, getting in the gym, eating a lot of chicken, getting nice and strong, you know, getting out there and actually looking a bit more athletic rather than like a wee boy. What is he, like 21, 22, something like that? No, I think Um, he's older than that. Is he 24? 23 or 24 uh, I think it's 23 the last time I checked uh, let me check so it looks That's like he's about 14 so April 99 so yeah he's 23 yeah so you know it's got to fill out soon enough maybe he's one of those guys who just can't put muscle on so give him 12 more months and then see what happens but yeah last chance saloon for Mikey in my opinion mm-hmm. next one up Yosuke Itaguchi He'll be kept because uh, he was one for next season. Exactly. And I'm interested to see if he can fill that bit on role. And I think he's going to be your number one candidate to do it unless there's someone out there in football land that's earmarked. Uh, what was the name we were talked about off air? Vicious. He's in that role, wasn't he? Yeah, he's a defensive midfielder. Owned by Lommel, Belgium. Played on loan at Mechelen. And Brazilian defensive midfielder. So yeah, that's. I reckon if, especially if Souza's not coming in, then definitely. Well, look, keep Gucci no matter what I'm saying, but keep him because oh, we yeah. need to. We don't know what we've got there. We need to know. And so let the two of them battle it out and then push Kelmac further forward. Happy days. 
yeah, and look, he's got pedigree. You don't get a move to the English Premier League unless you've got some pedigree. So we just need to get the other parts of his game to click, you know? I think that injury really set him back last season as well, where he's got absolutely taken out. So, um, yeah, yeah, let's full pre-season into him, get him in there and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Next up, definitely the next three players, I can just breeze over him in about 2.5 seconds. <laughs> Keep, keep, keep. Matt O'Reilly, Ray Hattade, Callum McGregor. No yep. discussion required. Anyone says anything different about keeping them, go put on a blue shirt. You're not want, wanted watching this podcast. Is, is there any argument for cashing in on one of them for like 30 million or whatever? Not at this point, no. I, I, I agree. I'm just saying is there, you know, is there a straw man argument there, you know? Maybe in 12 months, yes, but not now. Mm-hmm. James Forrest, this is a doozy, so I'm going to throw to you, Sean, let you get your thoughts in. James Forrest, yeah. Um, I was quite surprised at that contract extension that came down for him. I'm not quite sure the logic behind that one, particularly when he's still being put in the wing. Uh, it doesn't just it just doesn't look like a winger anymore. Like he's, he's touch, touch is still there. He can still finish, you know, we've seen that. But it's just not got the pace anymore and he's, body is barely holding up. We can't get three, four games together without getting injured. I still like him, you know, like but he's just unreliable at the moment and I yeah, I'm surprised. Uh it depends. To me it depends there's a, a kind of value question, like on how much money is he taking in terms of salary. Because even just to have as a player around the first team squad and as a backup is depends on what you're paying him. So if we we're paying him like squad player money, sure, fine, yeah, definitely. But if we were playing him first team starter money, like whatever, 20,000, then it doesn't really make sense to me. He's not offering that value. Um so yeah, I'm I'm saying depends on value, if that makes sense. Yeah. For me, I love having the guy around the club. He's done a lot for us. I wouldn't loan him. It's as you've said, Sean, it's What's his value to the squad compared with what are we paying him? So it's either a keep or a sell. However, I look at it and go, there's a lot more to football clubs than just what's happening on the pitch. And like, I know that's the main thing, but all from all reports, he's a good citizen. He's good in the locker room and he's that, that veteran that knows the club inside out, knows the city to use that term, which I hate using it. But is one that I'd keep, but yeah, maybe in maybe in a year or two, we'd have to move him on. But yeah, I don't at the moment. I'd be keeping him because what are our options wide right? Let's be honest here. The options wide right are you've got a Barter, you've got Jota who can play there, you've got Forrest, and then the next guy on the list that looks like he's leaving, Karamoko, who could play wide right. They're your only options we had. So, yeah. and even if you look at the wingers as a whole, there's Forrest would be fourth choice overall. With the only other player you could add into that mix is Maeda, you know. So, for me, I look at it and go, he's worth keeping for overall squad balance. So, we've got depth at each, each wing. We don't want to be like we were at one point this season where you know we've got no one there and we've got to push, um, what's his name, Aiden Moffat up into it or, oh, or yeah. bring in or bring in and have him on one side and have Owen Moffat on the other, like. Don't really yeah. want to be that. So, yeah, I'd be keeping him for that reason. But, yeah, maybe in a couple of years we might have to move on from him. But, you know, I hope he retires at Celtic, to be honest with you. Was was it Ross County where we played Juranovic, Abada and Moffat as the front front three? Was that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, crazy. The injuries. Is that, the, what, that is that the Tony game where he scored the winner? Or are you talking uh, up there? Or I think it was, place? yeah. I think it was the last minute one at Dingwall. Yeah. I think that was yeah. the starting three. And then we had the following game against St. Johnson. We had Joey Dawson coming on after 20 minutes. We were pretty hard up at that and then end of December there for injuries. Yeah, and then we went whack and, you know, on S three players like before it's even hit January perfect. Yeah, so we'll look area, through. Yeah. The midfielders on loan, okay? So one I'm looking forward to seeing next season, Scott Robertson coming back in, can play that defensive midfield role for us. I would I'd like to see him and Gucci battle it out to be Kelmax understudy if we don't sign Sousa. 
Mm-hmm. To play that yeah. Bitton role, I think Robertson could do a good job at that. He's also one who doesn't mind leaving a boot in, so that's a good good tactic to have, a good trait to have in that position. Um, Luke O'Connell's moved on. You've got Liam Shaw, who was out at Motherwell. If you can get a game at Motherwell. Yeah, if you can't get a game at Motherwell, then you could be, you know, in a sky and loan again. Yeah, I wouldn't I sell him. I wouldn't it sell it was okay in preseason last year, but still, you should be getting a game from Motherwell, you know? The only reason I wouldn't sell him, and it's going to sound really stupid, but we are very small in the midfield, and we've just lost Bitton. We've lost Rogic, a couple of six-footers in the midfield. I'd rather keep him because I think he could develop. If he has a good loan, he could be an option that gives us that tall midfielder that we've been missing for years. So I'd send him out on another loan, but I wouldn't have him breaking into our squad this season coming up. Then you've got Ewan Henderson. I think he's moving on, isn't he? Uh, he's, he's gone. Late. He's gone. Yeah. Uh, Brody Patterson, I think he's moved on as well. Yep. And Barry Coffey is the only other midfielder on the list. Uh, Kerr McEnroy's gone to Kilmarnock. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're right. The name that jumps out there is Scott Robertson. And he's 21 now, so I'd like to see... He's one... Um, I want him to be in the first team squad until at least the end of the transfer window. So he needs to be in that squad for in two months, you know, so that we can all get a good look, not, not us, like Postacoglu and the coaching team can get a good look at how he's changed after a year playing 46 games or whatever it was for Crew Alexandra. So they, we need to get a look and see, has he developed into a, a fully grown player and a mature professional. Uh, and they, they should be able to get a good look at that in preseason and get a gauge on it. And they'll know uh, whether he should be staying to compete or going back out and loan. Yep. Exactly. So he's the one that jumps off the page there. And um, yeah, happy with whatever happens there. But I think he's a keeper. All the other guys like Barry Coffey's out of contract. There was one that there's a lot of, um, lot of noise about back in the day as well. But He's only been off and loan on League of Ireland the last couple of years and hasn't really set the world alight. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good luck to him. Probably one we'll see down the road. At, at, you know, I can see him signing for like a Hamilton Ackies or something like that and we run into him one day in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what his deal is, to be honest. I think he had like a – scored a good goal that, for the unders that went viral or something and I think he's not done anything else, to be honest. And are the strikers. This will be a very quick little uh, section here. Hmm. George's Jackamacus, keep. Yeah. Kyogo Furuhashi, keep. Mm-hmm. Albion Yeti, piss off already. Go. Yep. Leo Labada, keep. Yep. Dave Maeda, keep. Yep. One other, uh, there's two other players to talk about. Johnny Kenny, loan. Loan, yep. <laughs> And the other striker who is being let go breaks my heart. I'm crying on the inside, Jonathan Afalabi. Uh, yeah, look, he, again, if you can't get a game for, uh, who was it, Airdrie? Yeah, Airdrie. yeah, if, you, yeah. if you're on the bench for Airdrie, you're probably not going to make it out it. Yeah, I just, it was one that I, I got on board early on. I'm just like, I just, I just like the look true. of his game. So I was, I've just hung on with that podcast in joke. If, you, if it's your first time listening, that's what that's about. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's the um the first team there. So going Joey through Dawson as well. You didn't mention Joey Dawson, but yeah. That's because he's listed that. in the Colts list, which I'll go and get. Oh, right, okay. I didn't get to yet. So Oh, sorry. Uh, because he played for the first team, I thought. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Joey Dawson. So going through the Colts list, we'll quickly do that then. Or do you want to do that on the Youth Academy? No, no, I've not got a Colts list on my okay. run sheet for that. So realistically for me, looking through the Colts list. I'll read through the players listed at each position and you just say, is this someone, yes, you want to see promoted to the first team or loan? Because realistically, we're not going to, if you suck any of these people, you're not going to get a fee for them. They move Mm. on. So there's no point saying sell. So goalkeepers, Ryan Mullen, gone. Toby Oluwayemi, yes, he's one I want to see for the future, but I would actually consider loaning him out on a two-year loan or whatever to Dundee United because I've lost Segrist. And getting him in uh, our league, getting the experience. 
actually wouldn't. I would dis- disagree slightly on that one. Uh, I would say I would want him to go on a loan where he can still be coached by Celtic. So somewhere, a part-time team, say, like Arboroth, someone like that, where he can play first team. Sorry? Send him to Thistleland. Well, wherever, like somewhere where he can still coach, uh, get coached Monday to Friday during the day at Celtic and then go train and play for whoever Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. That's actually a better idea than me. I'll I'll (laughs) be corrected. And then you've got Joe Morrison. Never heard of him. So you can stay at the Colts. Yeah, shrug. For for audio listeners, shrug. Yep. (laughs) There's there's five players here and I've only heard of, I've heard of three of them. So you've got Boston Lawwell. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Uh, it's one same. that I'd like, like to see promoted. For me, same as Oliver Yemi. Either, yeah. Still yeah. needs more coaching, but yeah, you're right. He's on the verge. You went 0 2. I don't know how that's how you say it. 0 2. Yeah. Good things about him as well. Then you got he's McPen. Had, he's had a lot of injuries. 0 2 has had a lot of injuries, is the problem. You know. What position is he? That's the real thing. He's a winger or a midfielder. Yeah, he's a, they got him listed as a defender. Oh, two. Yeah. I thought he was a winger. There you go. Listed as a as a wing back. Interesting. Ben McPherson, Matt Anderson, don't know, and then Dylan Core. I've heard I've heard a bit about him. M- Matt Anderson was the left back that we turned in a bid a bid from Leeds for last year. So when Leeds came in for they came in for Anderson and Hield and Hield left and Anderson stayed. Okay, then let's keep Ando. <laughs> Aussie nickname for him already is Ando. Okay, that's that's now that after Abby's gone. Ando's your next one. That's my new one. I'm claiming him, Matthew. <laughs> Get on the bus early, and you can you can be the driver. He's got Tierney's old number. That's it done. <laughs> and then midfielders. Joseph Murphy, Ben Summers, Adam Brooks. That's one I'd like to see kept around. And mm. Ben Wiley, Kenzie Cass, Frankie Dean, Benny Jackson, oh, no, Luayi or something. So, so now Letzoa, he seems decent. Bruno Davison, Rocco Vata, that's the guy. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. the, that's the big hope at the moment coming through the academy for me. Mm-hmm. Midfielders, like he's one that I want to see around the first team this time next year. I want to he have made a couple of appearances. Then yeah, you've got you're going. No, I was gonna say, uh, I thought you were done. Sorry, keep going. I go on. No, I was gonna say the names that are standing out is the ones that should be training with the first team next year, but playing with the B team are uh, Olobiemi, Lawal, and Vata. Uh, they're the three, and uh, Brooks. For me, now Brooks is one that I've and again, nobody's really making noises about him, but every time I've seen him play for the B team, he's been great. Uh, so I don't really, it's a confusing one for me why he's not, he doesn't come up in conversation very often because he has looked brilliant as a striker. And then you've got forwards, you've got Joey Dawson, Owen Moffat, Lewis Dobby, Jude Bonner. Yeah, Moffat, and is that, that's another one. Moffat and Dawson are two we need to know about as well. Yeah, they they should be stepping up soon. Cool. So that's the, the the Colts gone through. So looking at everything here, after discussing the current squad, just in summary to you know put this topic to the side, we need what positions do you think we need strengthening? For me, it's a left sided centre back, defensive midfielder. A left back, potentially another goalkeeper. If we're not going to play it, put Oluwayemi is not going to be right pushing Joe Hart this season because I want someone that can back up Joe Hart rather than have Bain in that role. Is that what you reckon? We don't. I think we're good for strikers and in the midfield. So, what are you thinking, Sean? Uh, so, obviously, for me, left centre back is a priority. Uh, left back as well uh, ideally an upgrade uh, where Taylor takes a step back uh, agree with you on the goalkeeper I don't necessarily agree in the centre mid thing uh, it, again I would take it if it's an upgrade in quality if it's going to be someone that's 
I mean, you say that for any position, really. But in terms of like where the squad is thin, I'd actually prefer to sign a winger where, uh, the, so that Maeda, because there's a lot of noise about signing a third striker, like if, if, when a Yeti, if a Yeti goes, I'd prefer to sign a winger and just have Maeda as their third choice striker. Like not as in don't play in the wing anymore. So you you're wanting, basically you're wanting to sign another winger so that when Maeda makes a move from the left wing to play as our third string striker, if we need to play him there, we've got a mm-hmm. guy to jump into that left wing spot. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And potentially, okay. although yeah. the numbers, if if you count Mikey Johnson, then we've already got the numbers that we don't need to. But yeah. do you know what I mean? Like because you've got your five wingers and your two strikers, that kind of covers it. Um, if you count Mikey Johnson, but we're not counting Mikey Johnson. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So for me, I'm happy with the striker balance that we've got and the winger balance. Like I see what you're saying, but yeah, if either option, if we do sign someone to play, yeah, you make perfect sense about bringing another winger, another left winger. That makes good sense to me. But early on, you said you'd like to see... um Mental blank for a second, it's getting his name. Uh, Montgomery played as a left winger, so could he play that third winger? Well, I meant on loan. I don't think he's ready. Well, actually, maybe. He's done, do you know what? He's shown it at times as a sub. Yeah, do you know what? Maybe. I think I think it's one of the ones. Maybe give it a crack in pre-season and see how it looks, because he has shown it at times out there. Because that's what my thing is. If you're going to go sign someone to be your third winger, even on loan, well, the <laughs> options you've got there is you've got Montgomery, you've got... Owen Moffat, mm-hmm. you've got Rocco Vata. So you've got three three young options in that pathway that we want coming from the Colts and the youth team through to the first team. I'd rather give one of those three guys a chance to be that fifth-ranked winger than go and sign someone mm-hmm. to block their development. That's just me. But, yeah, definitely centre-back and the guys we're linked with are Taylor Howard Ballas from – Howard Ballas from Man City – and Kawitakura played at Schalke on loan from Man City last season. Defensive midfield that we've been linked with, Vinicius Souza, Lomul's player, was on loan at Mechelen last season. Left back, we need a European quality starting left back in the same way we have Juranovic on the right. We need someone to start and improve that position out there. So the talk at the moment is there was Mohanad. Mohanad Yezi that we heard ages ago from Hammerby, that's gone quiet. The current talk is Alexandro Bernabe from Lanus in Argentina, I think it is. Mm-hmm. My one concern with him watching him, he is fast. He looks like an Ange sort of player. He'd do real well in Ange ball. My one concern is people say Taylor's a bit too small and Bernabe is actually shorter, like five centimetres shorter than Taylor. So... If that's one of Taylor's biggest issues at set pieces, that's going to be a, an issue for me as well. I'd rather we get someone a little bit taller who can still do similar things to Bernabe, but if he's the best player we can get and he's the player Ange wants, then okay, we go with that. And then the talk is uh, possibly signing Benjamin Segrist to be a backup goalkeeper mm-hmm. this season on a free Dundee United. So... They're the current rumours, all players we've been linked with. Any other players you want us linked with, Sean? <sighs> None come immediately to mind, uh, to be honest. Um, yeah. Nah, I mean... I'll keep saying it. I'll keep saying it. Left back, get us Libby Casate. The Kiwi left back, was playing in Belgium. was Belgium club on loan. He's... Uh, we're the best left back candidate we've had coming out of the A League in a long, long time. Get him in. The the um yeah, the one the one I want most is Koetakura. Um he's just 100%. there's just a big Koetakura shaped hole in our team right now. The thing with Koetakura as well is he's not just a center left side of centre back, he can also play defensive mid. So if you sign him, then that plugs two holes in the squad. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'd rather have him come in and just be the permanent left centre-back. That's the main one for me too, yep. Probably end up being Ben Davis. Hey, the rumours are back there too. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's such a lack of imagination, isn't it? Oh. Well, let's go back to the list. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll quickly jump on to the next topic, which was how we're about the women's team. So we'll quickly touch on that. I'm not going to pretend I'm some sort of, you know, oracle on the women's team. All, for me, I just want to see them keep improving gradual steps season upon season upon season. I'm not going to go through each position saying keep, let go, whatever. I think um, Fran Alonso has done a great job. His recruitment's been pretty much spot on the whole time. I just want to – what I want to get from the women's team this season coming up is have a shot at the title. We did the cup double this season. Now it's time to try and win the league. And also I want to see them play more games at Celtic Park. They had a good turnout when they played a game there. And that's something I'd like to see a bit more of this season. Yeah, that cup final at the end there, they had, uh, hold on, checks notes, uh, 4,345 fans at that cup final. So there's a scope for expanding there. Uh, and as you said, you're right, the signings were good. Uh, Charlie Wellings from Bristol City, that one came out of nowhere. Like she scored, what, like 40 goals that season, something like that. Shane Muir looks good. Jacinta, was she 20 years old? She won Young yeah. Player of the Year. Uh, so there's been good signings. Just and been caught up to the Matildas team as well. Well-deserved. And she, she actually said, uh, I think, recently in an interview that she signed because of Fran Alonso. So there must be something going right with the culture over there, you know. There, And, yeah, so if we can get a couple more players to round out the squad, then we should be challenging. Um, yeah, it's the first time Glasgow City haven't won a trophy in, like, I don't know, what, 15 years, something like that. I think they were on like 12 titles in a row. I can't remember the actual numbers, but they were yeah. dominating it until Celtic and Sevco decided to pour some more money into it. Uh, and now, yeah, so Celtic were second last year, but we're third this year. So we don't have the distraction of Champions League football this year for the women. Uh, but yeah, they, you're right. Cup double was good, but yeah, it'd be good to actually win the league next year. Next step is to try is to get out there and win the league. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on the women's team. It's not that I'm rushing off. It's just over here in Australia, we don't get any of their games shown. So I wish I could talk more about it. But, yeah, got no, got not no idea. Just a hell of a lot less of an idea than we do about the uh, – even the Colts, we get more of their, their games and stuff over here than the women's. So mm-hmm. anyway, we'll leave that one there. We'll uh, – Come back with um, there'll be another episode coming up, which is going to have the topics of youth academy cults and match day experience, which Sean will be running the show on them. So uh, until then, guys, hail hail, hail hail. Podcast Network.